What's, What's up, up besties? besties? This is Mallory. And Dominique. We've got a lot to catch up on, so tune in with us every Tuesday. Grab your wine and let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Period. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. If you're new here, I'm Dominique. And I'm Mallory. So today we're going to be talking about relationships. Yes, we want to get into the good, the bad, and the crazy. You heard that. Right. (laughs) So it's going to get a little crazy. I guess we'll start with me asking you, so what do you love most about the relationship that you're in right now? It's healthy. (laughs) That's probably the best thing about it. And I think I finally found somebody who matches my energy. Like he's just Mm -hmm. as ambitious as me, which I love. And then he is always thinking about me even when I'm not thinking about myself which I also love and I've always wanted somebody who is obsessed with me in a way I know that sounds kind of weird but like in a healthy way (laughs) girls I get it get it I guess the thing that I love the most is our open communication I feel like since we've known each other for a long time I guess that kind of goes back to that we make it a point to have those hard conversations that you know sometimes we may not want to hear but they're very necessary I think that's just one of my favorite absolutely we try to be completely honest about everything I guess my last thing would say that like he wakes up on a positive note so I guess he kind of just gives me and our baby girl like the best vibes to wake up to I know like me and her are not morning people at all so like he kind (laughs) of gives us a shock but like I honestly don't know what I would do without that in this point of my life now so I I do feel like that's very important to have that positive person like no matter what because my boyfriend's definitely the same way he's constantly positive so I know what it's like and it starts your day on a good note so then after that it's like your day can't help but to be good Mm -hmm. you know so what is something you feel like you had to learn before being able to have and maintain a healthy relationship like something within yourself I think I mainly had to learn how to love myself more than I loved who I was dealing with at the time because I had a really bad habit of putting other people before me Mm -hmm. so I think it seems back to like the bad relationships like the cheating and you know like the trauma yes (laughs) the trauma that you try not to put into your next relationship but you can't help it Mm because it's there I guess just making sure you like heal from those situations and you know learn to put yourself first and know what you're not going to put up with. Like, knowing your non-negotiables, I feel like, is Yeah, that's very the best. important. Yeah. So, I feel like I just had to learn how to be by myself, for one, and just love myself because I've been in relationships, as you know, for a long time. Like, since I got out of high school, I've always been in some sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, it really took me kind of learning that it's okay to be by myself and I can be by myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to take that time alone before I found the person I'm with now. Absolutely. And I do feel like... You have to, like, learn yourself like, oh, yeah. all over again. I do. I had to learn a lot about myself that I kind of forgot being in relationships. Mm-hmm. And then especially because we're, like, growing, you know, like, we're getting older. So you change even when you're by yourself, like, over years. You just have to just pretty much, I know I said it already, but, like, just relearn yourself, like, yeah. completely. I feel like I learn new things about myself every day. And there was a long period of time where I was so invested in my relationships. Like, that was my world. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever I was with, that's what everything was all about. So mm-hmm. it's nice that I don't have to feel like that in my current relationship it's about both of us not just me with him so yeah absolutely and I'd say this is my first relationship that I've seen you in that was genuinely like you both were giving each other the same amount of love attention Mm -hmm. like everything is healthy and like I'm really happy for you because yeah I feel like you deserve it all so thank you (laughs) (laughs) not you about to cry (laughs) I'm gonna cut that part out (laughs) Okay, so since we've been talking about what's good for us, 
you know, we're not selfish mm-hmm. besties. We just want to let you guys know <laughs> what we feel like is good in general. And if I just had to give general advice to anybody, it would be be with somebody who makes you happy. On your worst days, mm-hmm. best days, you don't want to be with anyone who's constantly bringing your energy down or making you miserable. So Yeah, or you feel sad going home to them because yeah. you know it's going to be something. Like, those are, like, the main red flags. Like, if you dread going home, I, I just can't imagine feeling that. Oh, yeah. I've been there before, and it's mm-hmm. not a good feeling. So exactly. always got to put your happiness first. So if mm-hmm. it's not making you happy, not keeping you at peace, it's let it go. It. No, yeah. seriously, your peace is worth way much more than that absolutely and I would also say too like it's hard to give a general example because everyone's different you know like I feel like we all need something different mentally than like my relationship and your relationship are completely different but we're both extremely happy you know so it's like I guess like what you said whatever feeds your soul and I honestly would say pay attention to each other's love languages or you can even tell somebody what you need from them you know and if you know if they can't provide that to you even if it's just emotional things maybe it's just best to be by yourself you know like and there's nothing wrong with that exactly so now that we kind of touched on what makes a relationship healthy so what do you think makes a relationship bad or unhealthy lack of trust is definitely a big one if you find yourself constantly panicking or freaking out about what they're doing when you're not around Mm -hmm. that's a big sign to me that it's probably not the best relationship for you if you're going through phones like if you're having to do stuff like that yeah like if you feel insecure in the relationship yeah yeah I'm kind of gonna spit off what you said I agree with that 1000% and I guess it also plays into like in some people's relationships you know there is actual cheating and Mm -hmm. you know like you know wandering eyes for other people and that is not a good feeling I've been there you know when I was younger like that it will mess you up I just feel like anyone that truly loves you would never put you in a situation to hurt you right you know someone that loves you would do that and everybody's different and everybody has different boundaries for their relationships too Mm -hmm. so just having somebody who knows your boundaries can make or break the relationship because mm-hmm. some people might not think cheating is as big of a deal as other people. Because it's normalized these it days. It is normalized these days. Like open relationships are a thing. And hey, if that's what you're into, more power to you. That's I feel like I have more respect for open relationships because you guys are communicating what's going on. You know, like yeah. you both want the same thing and you both I don't know if you both want it, but you both agreed to that. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls that's unbeknownst to them, their man is in the open relationship yeah. and they don't they're not in they didn't know because they're cheating now that is i feel like there are two different things yeah so that actually brings me to the next thing that i wanted to talk about cheating what we feel like cheating is i guess i'll start by saying i do feel like there are three levels of cheating Mm -hmm. there's emotional physical and virtual i honestly feel like virtual cheating is probably the easiest and probably like the most common way Mm -hmm. because there's so many times where like someone will react hard eyes or fire emojis to your story and then you look at their profile like you have a girlfriend you know like that's so weird or sometimes even a wife you know like even worse or like sliding into people's dms i feel like it's just so common and i think a lot of people think it's not cheating because when i've caught somebody up doing this in the past the number one excuse is like oh it's just social media it's just social media exactly like social media is real life too like it is especially these days it's just not how i guess how minute it used to be when we were younger yeah for sure and i feel like there's a difference between just like liking somebody picture like okay Mm -hmm. if you know this person obviously before we were dating you're just liking a picture that's not as big of a deal to me but if you're putting hard eye emojis and stuff Mm -hmm. that's showing that you like what you see exactly which is inappropriate if If, you're in a relationship with me mm -hmm. do you feel like it makes a difference if they're like an everyday person or a celebrity i want to say yeah i don't but (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, a girl is a girl. <laughs> and honestly, I've had that happen before. I had a guy like in a celebrity's photos, mm-hmm. and some of them are very provocative. I'm like, hey, like, if that's what you like, you go strive for that. But that makes me feel uncomfortable because that makes me yeah. start thinking like, well, I don't look like that. You yeah, know, like, I can see that. It would really yeah. just depend on the context and yeah. the celebrity for sure. I get that. I've even had guys say like, they don't even like anything anymore because they don't want to set off the wrong impression mm-hmm. to their woman, which I get because... And that's I respectable. Mean, yeah, because I honestly. feel like as women, well, some of us do the same thing. When you get in a relationship, you don't just go liking all your homeboys' pictures anymore because, you know, mm-hmm. it could come off the wrong way. I I don't know. I feel like social media is a lot deeper now, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's just, it just makes it you is. think, I guess. And, and it's more so, I think about embarrassing your partner too because even if like let's say you have a man and he's liking girls photos it may not bother you because you know at the end of the day like my man is never gonna be in a room with that same celebrity but Mm -hmm. it's just the principle that your friends and family may come across this too on their timeline yeah Yeah. and then states names who like stuff now it's not just so many likes (laughs) and i don't know what is up with instagram but it always shows the name of the person who you want to see the most too like it'll be like he liked her picture your man and 200 other people have (laughs) liked this picture no seriously if the reason why i don't even give it a pass on celebrities is Mm -hmm. because people think celebrities are untouchable people yeah they're not they are people just like us that all it takes is for them to see that person it could be your man or Mm -hmm. anybody or your girl like in their pictures click on their profile oh i think she's cute dm sin like i do i've had friends that have had celebrities in their dms like it is not like i guess as far-fetched as people think it is that is true i feel like celebrities are a lot more accessible now than what they used to be because of how big social media is Mm -hmm. people are exposing celebrities in their dms Mm -hmm. people who you would never thought that they would be messaging so that is a good point so yeah i feel a way about anything like if it's an everyday girl celebrity girl (laughs) i'm feeling a way (laughs) so now that we know what virtual cheating is for any of the besties out there who hadn't heard about it we can get into emotional cheating and i can say off the bat emotional cheating is anything that you feel bad about doing after you do it like Like, flirting if you're thinking about another girl yeah flirting for sure knowing someone's attracted to you and still continuing to have like deep conversations with them Mm -hmm. or like almost leading them on in a sense yeah when you're in a relationship i feel like that's emotional cheating oh especially if they don't mention to the person that they know is into them that they're in a relationship or married yes that's definitely a form of it because i feel like that will be a way that somebody will try and get away they're like oh well they never asked me if i was married or they never asked if i had a girlfriend if if you don't talk about it then it's not wrong like that's the first thing i tell somebody when i meet them like i can't wait to talk about my partner exactly so (laughs) sorry i'm married (laughs) and then just avoid mentioning them to your partner is another form so like if my man has this whole female friend and i know nothing about her and i just randomly find out by accident one day like Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like you had something to hide like why did you never bring her up or exactly or not telling you someone was hitting them up i agree because even if it's like someone that i know like he wouldn't be into like he still is like hey i just want to show you this is the case yeah. and vice versa like if there's someone that he knows like hey this guy keeps inboxing me it's like you'll know it's just the sneakiness mm-hmm. like being sneaky about your friendship with a certain person is kind of emotional cheating even if you physically haven't acted on it just the mental intention it's like you're keeping it in the back of your mind as a just in case things don't yes. work out or something like a backup plan yeah <laughs> having a backup plan in general is probably cheating because <laughs> how are you already planning to leave me exactly. 
exactly. Unless you already know you're going to break up with me or something. Right. That's weird. And of course, lastly, there's physical cheating, which I think everybody who's old enough to listen to this podcast knows what physical cheating is. So. Yeah. But what we are ready to get into is crazy exes. Ooh. In this day and age, it's so common. I feel like toxic has become cute in a way. Yeah. So being crazy was almost a trend. But we did have some people send us some good stories for crazy exes that we wanted to share with you guys. Okay, well, I have a close friend that wrote in and asked me to share this story with you guys because I was there to witness it. So we were on a girl's trip. We were having a really good time and her man was very insecure. So her having a good time without him was just not going to fly for him. So he would literally pick fights with her the entire trip. One morning she was in the hotel room crying she's like you guys go out have fun like i'll just stay home and we were like eh, no like we did not travel all the way here As for you, you to sit in the hotel room and cry like turn off your phone if you have to but we're going to go have a good time so we dragged her out of the bed and we all went out which i'm glad we did like literally an hour after she was like i'm so glad y'all didn't let me stay here and just be upset like there's too much life to live so long story short we all make it home and i dropped her off at her house and her boyfriend locked her out of the house because he was upset that she had a good time what changed the locks like gave her no access to the house he blocked her number like all of her belongings and everything was in this house still and we had just come home from a long trip and a flight and everything so I feel like that was just extremely like I think that was the point where she finally realized and I think because we witnessed it too like like, I guess for the first time we actually saw what was really going on in her relationship Mm -hmm. the type of control that he had over her and we were there to comfort her and be like this is not okay at all because you did nothing wrong all you did was go have a good time and that was not in the cards for him those definitely give off like narcissist vibes oh absolutely just because narcissist (laughs) just because he's in his feelings because she's on a girl's trip he wanted to ruin the trip for her by Mm -hmm. making her upset and he knew that that was going to prevent her from doing her thing having fun like that's what he wanted is for her to be miserable he was extremely insecure too like just he knew that he had a beautiful woman and that scared him instead Mm -hmm. of being a good man to her he just did the opposite you know like playing mind games making her feel like she's not good enough you know starting stuff with her so other people wouldn't see her because he knew it was a threat because he was not good to her so long story short how that relationship ended she finally dumped him shortly after you know she had to get herself together so she could move out on her own and this man I saw a side of him I never saw before mm-hmm. he was being a good man to her they he always put, are he when put you his leave. best foot forward he bought an engagement ring like he was ready to take all the steps in life that she was pretty much telling him she wanted that from him for mm-hmm. years and he never wanted to do it until she was gone so I applaud her for that because I know that was hard to get out of oh yeah just thinking about it again like that was so controlling and talk like I just can't imagine coming home to being left out of my own house over jealousy that's just like the definition of a narcissist everything you just described because they're going to get their stuff together once they realize that you're no longer interested because they know that they're about to lose the person that they were taking advantage of exactly we've all had one of those I'm sure one that just comes to mind is I definitely had the ex where I feel like he was cheating in the beginning so like the whole first probably like year of our relationship Mm -hmm. I was you know begging him to get his stuff together he was doing his own thing but still acting like he was in a relationship with me Mm -hmm. but once I finally decided that like enough was enough Mm -hmm. and I was ready to leave that's when like the table started turning like Mm -hmm. like you said with her like they start to act like oh I want to be a good man I want to do this it's like they do that just to reel you in and I was young and dumb so it did work so it reeled me back in and the cheating and all that stopped but that's when all the other bad traits i like i was so focused on just the cheating when i first met him i didn't even see all the Realize other bad qualities the other things that you, you know it was like. just that 
that was the main issue. So once we got back together and I saw all these other issues he had, he was a hobosexual. <laughs> if you don't know what a hobosexual is, it is a man or woman who stays in a relationship because they need a place to stay. Because they are homeless. Homeless. <laughs> so he was definitely one of those and I never even noticed it before. I think it's like actually when you decided to be over it and then you went back, it's like you go back in a new person, mm-hmm. your blinders are off because at first you think everything's so good. If he just got this one thing together, yeah. we'd be perfect. Then you realize when you went back, you really don't even like him as a person. Oh yeah. And it <laughs> became more of like staying with him for comfort because mm-hmm. it was just what I knew. I had kind of been dealing with him for so long and that's never something you should do. And it becomes almost easier to just kind of sink into the relationship mm-hmm. than leave because when you leave you got to start completely over and yeah. that sounds scary especially when you're young and it's your first serious relationship like mm-hmm. out of high school when you're still I guess even learning yourself that's very scary to think okay I have to start over when you're older I feel like you're more confident to start over because you know yourself mm-hmm. you know your worth you know who you are like it's no problem well, it's, it, it hurts it still sucks but it's a lot easier I feel like the older you get to start over absolutely and it seems like it's gonna be hard to get out but it honestly was the best feeling whenever I did have that moment of realization and I was like you know what I'm not gonna let him talk me out of it because that would be another reason why I wouldn't want to try and initiate a breakup because I'm just not a confrontational person in general Mm -hmm. it would never be just like a clean break it would always be you know him trying to talk me into staying or Mm -hmm. he'll try and start tearing me down or nobody else is gonna want to be with you you know that's their favorite line exactly and it really affected me I was young you Mm -hmm. know so and that was like my first big relationship too I feel because high school doesn't really count but that was my first adult relationship so I believed him I really believed him when he said nobody else is going to want to deal with you and mm-hmm. that kind of tempted me to stay I, I feel like the most crazy relationships I, I would say and I even mm-hmm. necessarily the bad ones but the more crazy side it's because they have a control over you mentally because I was in the same position like it was so bad that I finally started going out with my friends because mm-hmm. I had just turned 21 when we were in a relationship and I had never really went out but when I finally did he shamed me for going out even though I just turned 21 and I was out at, the, at a bar with my friend and this guy came up to me and I I was shocked I was like wow other people think I'm attractive like I was mind blown (laughs) because I was told since I was 19 till I'm 21 oh nobody else will want you like you know like even though they were terrible to you you Mm -hmm. think this is the best I can get which is really sad makes me sad to know that I thought that of myself at one point because I was brainwashed into thinking that way yeah that's the worst thing that I feel like somebody can do to you especially when you're 18 19 I won't say that you're immature because everybody's different but if you've never been through those experiences it is easily to get manipulated, manipulated absolutely. especially if you're dating somebody older so and then they know that too when they're mm-hmm. older like they've been there or they know like the younger girls are going to be more vulnerable to believing those things about themselves because they know they haven't went through that fighting yourself as a woman stage because I feel like you're a young girl and then one day you're a woman like mm-hmm. you know and if you're with someone that's toxic in between those stages I feel like you never cross over to that I know I'm a woman I'm beautiful I'm this you know all these great things about yourself you know Absolutely. So I feel like if anyone takes anything away from this episode, since we're talking about it, it's just if you're in a relationship where you feel like you're with somebody who is constantly telling you like, oh, this is as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be with anyone better than me. Take that as a big warning, caution sign. That is your sign. Because if anybody is telling you that, they're basically depreciating your value Mm -hmm. and saying like you're at the highest. And that's absolutely not true. It's false. It's very false. Anyone that has good value on themselves they're not going to tell someone else that 
oh, I'm the best, you know, that's their insecurity Mm -hmm. and they want to make you feel lower than they feel about themselves because they know once they get you there, they can do whatever they want to you and you will never leave. And it's really deep down, they'll never admit it, but they know that you You are are probably the best. best You're the best that they're ever going to get. Exactly. (laughs) And they want you to feel like you're at the best too. So you don't leave them, which you probably should for somebody who's better than them. Mm -hmm. All it takes, just literally get out. Like, even if like, I feel like being by yourself is better than being with a person that makes you feel terrible about yourself you know they come for your appearance or for your like they come for anything that you that you feel good about yourself even if it's a tiny amount they Mm -hmm. will take that away from you being by yourself is much more fulfilling because you know you can have talks with yourself you know Mm -hmm. you can get your own confidence back up but even you alone is better than them and they know that so even if you have to start over move back in with parents like do what you have to do to get back to you if you're in that situation it's gonna suck while you're doing it just because it goes back to comfort you're comfortable mm-hmm. with this person you don't want to start over with somebody new and I get it I haven't been single in two years but from what I hear from single friends the dating scene isn't just the best sometimes but I would rather deal with that mm-hmm. than be miserable and be with somebody down like that every day and then it's so crazy because you know they don't really think that because if they really think the terrible things that they say to you were true then why are they with mm-hmm. you know like I don't know it's crazy so I mean I went through that myself too it's like when you finally leave it's like you almost have that weak point of I could just go back maybe he'll change I'll give him one more chance you know like I really had to stop myself and think like this is not what you want to do you have to think long term not what do I need and want right now you cannot think about that you literally like Mm -hmm. long term in 10 years do I want to be in the same position that I'm in do I want to be talked to the way that I've been talked to do I want to be feeling scared when I'm by myself with them like Mm -hmm. you have to think that way because you know I feel like people can change when it comes to certain ways, if they are just completely disrespectful to you, mm-hmm. that means they've never been like respected anyone. I don't think that's something that they can learn to not do, you know? Yeah. I feel like some people can change in certain aspects, but in that one, I would say no. I don't know anyone who's been in an abusive relationship and that's changed. I really agree because I can't think of one soul. I'm really trying to think, but no. I mean, maybe if they get in a relationship with someone else and they realize they lost someone good because yeah. of it, but if you that go back to way. that specific one, like they know they don't have to change. There's just going to be a cycle all over. And one thing I always pay attention to if I start dating somebody and they bring me around their family, pay attention to how your man treats his family and his Mm -hmm. mom. Mm -hmm. If you ever notice that a man's being disrespectful to sisters, any woman in his family, his mom, his sisters, that's a huge red flag for me because Mm -hmm. if you're disrespecting to your mom, person who created you, how are you going to treat me when you're angry? Exactly. So we can go on to our next story. I guess that kind of got us stuck on that awesome topic. (laughs) Okay, so I also had another friend write in and say that he was leaving his house one day. He had just broken up with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she was waiting for him outside in her car, but he didn't notice until he was already about to drive away and she chased him. And he said that he was really nervous because, you know, like, why are you chasing me type of thing? So he speeds off and he actually got into a wreck and then they finally left him alone. But that's like, I get that because that's happened to me as well. Like like, with the same possibility. 
behavior. Exactly, because like when that happens, your adrenaline starts running mm-hmm. and you're terrified. You're like, what is about to happen? Like, why are you chasing me? Like, we're literally in a speeding chase. Like, one of us can get hurt, but you're so like nervous at the time. You don't mm-hmm. think about that. I think the scariest part about that is, okay, so if you catch me, we're obviously chasing each other. What is your next motive? Right, what's the next Are move? you going to stop me and say, hey, how are <laughs> like, you? Like, it can't be on a friendly vibe. That's terrifying. I really wondered like what that girl's intentions were. Like, what were you going to do if he did stop and say, hello, like, how can exactly, I help Exactly, like, you? how do you go like, from there? Like, what's you your just, next move? We were just on a high-speed chase. Like, what do you, like, and he could have hurt someone. He could have killed someone or killed himself. You know, like, that's scary. I've been there, and I think the only reason why he stopped chasing me is because he could tell I was on the phone. I had to call mm-hmm. the police because I was scared, and I was by myself when that happened. So, like, he noticed I was on the phone and, like, looking at the same time, so he finally, like, sped off eventually. But it's like, what was the point of that? So, yeah, I mean, I really don't understand what is the end game of that. Yeah, that actually reminds me of another crazy ex story that I've experienced personally was there was this guy and we were dating. I wouldn't say we were ever in a relationship, but we definitely were dating for a couple months and I did like him and things just kind of started to fizzle out. You know, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. But I noticed once he picked up that I wasn't as interested and I kind of started distancing, distancing myself, he started just showing his crazy tendencies. He would pop up at my house and he popped up at my job one time and he did it like- unannounced. Yeah, completely unannounced. And that was him like, oh, I'm just trying to apply pressure. I'm just trying to- My thing is where is the fine line between I'm showing her I'm interested in stalker vibes. Yeah. You know, like... Because I feel like stuff like that is okay if you're my man or we're in a relationship and I can get trying to pop up on me to surprise me, stuff like like that. Are you surprising me with a gift or something? Because popping up with just your presence, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) What was the point? (laughs) I just don't like unannounced visitors. That's just me. I don't even like unannounced FaceTimes. So (laughs) why would I want an unannounced visitor? Like, You have to make an appointment to FaceTime with me. Right. Text me and let me know. (laughs) And he just did it multiple times it wasn't even just like a one-time occurrence this was a regular thing for him like Mm -hmm. it got me to a point where I felt like paranoid in my own home because if I heard a car pull up into my driveway I just assumed it was him Mm because he would do that all the time and when he went to my job one time on my lunch break because he knew when my lunch breaks were and he pulled up there he's like oh I was just wanting to take you out to eat like you couldn't have texted me and asked me if I want to do lunch because now it's like you feel obligated like what are you supposed to say like and mind you this is when I was trying to get out of dating him like we weren't even good he didn't do that when like we were super good he started doing it whenever when he realized you were I was losing him. interest yeah and that's scary because it's like do you think that's gonna make me like you more or something like I don't know like you have to pick up people's vibes like I'm sure mm-hmm. your face looked shocked when you saw him oh yeah and I know what your shock face looks like it does not look like oh I'm so happy to see you it's like <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing real. like that's scary and he would really I like you said I'm pretty sure he could pick up on the vibe that I was uncomfortable and it wouldn't even phase him like he wouldn't care as long as he got his way and got to spend time with me and see me which was weird so that's that's scary especially like at your house I feel like that's your one like your peace place Mm -hmm. and for someone to just invade that privacy that's scary I don't know I've never so fellas if you're listening if you think it's romantic it's not it's romantic if she's your girlfriend right and that's and then if it's okay with her she tells you I love when you come by and surprise me then (laughs) she says a specific word sure do you but if not don't 
do it. Because especially if, like we said, if that's not your girl, if this is just somebody you're trying to get to know, you're trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're pulling up, dropping off a gift and leaving and like, oh, I left something for you. You know, that's different. Mm-hmm. But don't just pull up empty handed. Right. Like <laughs> on a random Tuesday. Right. Oh, I just wanted to see what you were doing because that gives me the vibes. They texted you. You didn't respond. So mm-hmm. now they pull up on you. Oh, I was just seeing what you were doing. Like, why are you not texting me back? And that gives off really crazy vibes. Yeah, it's like, giving you. Yeah. Joe from you. <laughs> It's giving you mice it outside your house to see if someone else is coming or something. (laughs) Definite no. Okay, I guess to kind of wrap this conversation up, I'm gotta ask you, do you think you've ever been the crazy ex? I do feel like I've had crazy moments Mm -hmm. when I was younger, for sure. Um, One that comes to mind was when we drove all the way to Oklahoma City. (laughs) (laughs) looking For this car, to give you guys some backstory, just to admit, you know, I'm not perfect. So I was young. In the same relationship I talked about earlier, he used to cheat all the time. And instead of, you know, being smart and just leaving him, I thought it would make me feel better to go find his car and egg his car. You know, just a little innocent (laughs) prank. And of course, Dominique and two of our other friends at the time were down. Mind you, we lived an hour away from him. So Mm -hmm. we drove an hour and bought eggs, vaginal ointment cream, (laughs) Vaseline to put on his handles. Like we thought this out. We bought the ski mask to put on so we wouldn't get caught on camera. And I think the saddest... You didn't know your car. Right. The saddest part about all this, and I don't know if I've ever even told you this, was like deep down, like I knew I was pissed and I wanted to mess his car up but deep down there was a little part in me who was like I really just want to see him and talk to him like <laughs> not using us to get you to ride down there I mean like <laughs> I was still planning on fucking up his car but I was so young-minded I was like but there is a chance I'm gonna see him though whenever he's upset by his car he can come cry on my shoulder <laughs> who did that to you honey <laughs> So, because we were not in communication, like I was pissed off at him, obviously, for cheating. So we hadn't talked in a couple of days, but I almost missed the relationship, which doesn't make any sense, I know. But yeah, so we drove all the way to Oklahoma City just to do that, and we couldn't find him. So we drove there for no reason. He's probably cheating. Yeah, doing <laughs> he what he... He supposed to be at work, but... <laughs> doing what he did best. <laughs> so, He's probably out there in the streets. That was my one crazy moment that I can think of, because that was absolutely insane. <laughs> I feel like I don't uh, I don't want to say I was crazy I guess I had a crazy moment mm-hmm. and let me know if you could think of something but the only thing I can remember was I couldn't get a hold and it's actually funny because he's now my husband mm-hmm. but a few years ago I couldn't get a hold of him and we got into a fight and he blocked me so me being who I am I'm like oh you're not gonna block me you must be doing something mm-hmm. so I made a fake page to go look at his page <laughs> to see what he was doing yeah. like who he was friends with on there or whatever I literally in the middle of doing this had to sit and think to myself I said you are not that girl it is not that serious like if he doesn't want to talk to you then bye so I literally had to have a come to myself moment and I literally deleted the page I did not make another one after that I was like I cannot believe that my feelings got that strong to where I did something that I always thought crazy people did you Mm -hmm. know so I don't know and I guess just having a crazy ex before that made me think like ew we don't do this you know like I would say that's the crazy 
laziest thing I've done. But I know some people do that all the time. They have I was their backup pages. just about to say that I think almost any girl I've known has made a fake page at one point in time yeah. to stalk an ex that maybe blocked them. Or, you know, some people have those weird situations where I'm fucking with him, but we don't have each other on any social media. So oh, they yeah. create fake ones for that. that. That's more normal compared to what I did. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like we went to the city twice to go mess with his car? We probably did, <laughs> and I'm just trying to mentally forget about the other time. <laughs> if you're listening when you're to this, young and bored. When you're young, go have fun. Like I yeah. feel like those are like some funny throwback stories. Yeah, because looking back at it now, it was so funny. But I was so upset in the moment, and we really went to Walmart, spent our hard-earned money. <laughs> On things to mess up his car. It's never that deep. We had on black trash bags. (laughs) We literally bought Walmart shades, ski masks, trash bags. I don't think that was for you that time. That was for our other friend because she was mad about, I guess they were all in the same friend group. And they were all hanging out that night. And we were like, let's go mess up all their cars. I know exactly what you're talking about now. That was a funny night. (laughs) One of the guys pissed us off, so let's go mess up all of their cars. (laughs) You know... As we're talking about this, side note, we never messed with anyone's car. It was never yes. successful. It was just the plan. <laughs> and it was just fun to execute because we really went all out, like, with the outfits. Right. I think so. the whole mission part was the funnest part. Like, yeah. excited to go. <laughs> it was kind of a way to just, like, cope. Like, I think us as girlfriends, we were just helping each other. That was the way. Yeah, your friend was upset, so let's all ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We got it on. <laughs> we did not succeed in any of these missions. No, just seriously. For legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no cars were harmed <laughs> in these missions. <laughs> but one question that I guess I have for you is what do you think being in a toxic or unhealthy relationship does to you mentally? I'd say kind of like what we touched on earlier, how it just messes with your self-worth mm-hmm. and your confidence. And I think a lot of people it leads to depression. Thank God I didn't get that far into it, mm-hmm. but I know for other people it can be different things. Yeah, I always kind of had anxiety, more so social anxiety, mm-hmm. but it definitely triggered it even more. Even when I first got into the relationship I'm in now, which I love, I did constantly have moments where I was kind of bringing that old baggage and my mm-hmm. old concerns into my relationship now. Mm-hmm. And I really had to check myself because, you know, he didn't do anything to me. He's mm-hmm. been nothing but a good man to me. But it's really hard to get some of your past experiences out of it and not yeah. have anxiety about that. That's true. And I feel like, too, for me, like, it messes with your whole personality almost. Yeah. Because I didn't even think about that until you said it. Like, I used to be so happy-go-lucky, you know, that Mm -hmm. happy kid. And then, you know, you get your heart broken for the first time. Then all of a sudden, I was just different. And, you know, you just don't feel like... I guess, like, you feel like being nice is being vulnerable. Even if it's just, like, strangers, new people, friends. It's like you just kind of shut yourself off. And I feel like it took me a long time. Yeah, one of my guy friends that I used to work with, he pulled me to the side and he said, what's going on with you? I'm like, what do you mean? he was like you were not always like this like Mm -hmm. I don't he's like I don't know what's going on with you or something happened to you he's like but you need to get back to yourself and I like that really made me think I was like damn I didn't even realize you know I guess like how different I was so that honestly made me think about everything I've been through and I really just had to have a moment with myself and Mm -hmm. try to heal and figure out even like why I keep going for the same type of guy yeah because I have well had a terrible habit of going after men that were not emotionally available they weren't good to myself 
soul. Like, you know, just it was always something. So I think that really helped me, too, is when you have someone that's not super close to you, but they know something's wrong. Yeah. And they point it out to you. That's definitely one of the things that I struggled with, for sure. What do you feel like helped you overcome some of the things that you suffered when you were in previous relationships to get your mental health back on track? Honestly, I kind of had to be, I had to really just, what is it called? Like self-reflection. Yeah. Reverse, like, what is he talking about? You know? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I guess in this area, I've not been so nice. And I had to think about my old self too. Like, you know, what am I doing that's different? Why Mm -hmm. am I feeling this way? Why am I acting this way? Am I still hurting from this? You really feel like sometimes I would just try to act like something didn't bother me and just keep it pushing because I feel like I didn't want to be weak in the moment and, Mm -hmm. you know, cry it out or feel those feelings. Yeah. But I think I kind of had to step back into it, feel it, get over it, tell myself these are things that you're never going to deal with again. Like, I don't care who he is or, you know, like I just really had to reflect on everything. And it was hard. I even had a notebook, like, I guess I, you could say like a journal. Mm-hmm. I would just write down my thoughts, write down what I wanted out of life, out of relationships, things that I was doing, my patterns that I was doing, the kinds of guys that I was choosing. And I really had to sit back and think, why do you keep choosing these kinds of guys? Yeah. What is it you know even had to think like why are these kinds of guys coming to you because it's not like I was going out looking for guys Mm -hmm. it's just like the same type of guy kept approaching me and I'm like what is it like is it something that I'm presenting I really had to sit and think about every little thing about my life Mm -hmm. and it's hard what it takes I think I kind of fix things and learn the same way it took somebody calling me out on my actions Mm -hmm. for me to sit back and think like oh I do do Mm -hmm. that a lot so that's kind of what helped me and I just try and practice to not do that in similar situations yeah because I think one of my biggest thing was just always feeling like I needed to be on alert or feeling like my man's cheating because I was just yeah always having my guard up about stuff like that when I had no reason to because mm-hmm. like it's different when it's happened to you before with somebody you're dating so you always go back to oh well he did it like this this time so exactly. he may do it again but when you're with somebody completely new it's not fair to the new person to have that automatic guard up in that just mm-hmm. because that's what the last person did to you and they've been like nothing but nice and good to you and you can really push a good person away by doing that i've seen friends do that and i'm trying to tell them like hey like okay i get if you're not ready to date and stuff right now i'm like do you feel like you want to do this forever like right keep cutting good guys off because you're scared to get hurt i'm like in life you have to take those risks yeah you have to and it is scary but i feel like if you truly think someone is worth the shot and i guess for some people it's hard for them to even know when but i would say it's when they're they're words and their actions are matching up mm-hmm. with everything that they're saying and doing with you yeah then I would say give it a shot open yourself a little, up a little bit you know yeah it's part of life we have to go through it and I do feel like a lot of people do miss out on finding love because they're more worried about getting hurt getting like they're hurt, constantly though. in fear of oh, I'm not trying to get played I'm not trying to get hurt mm-hmm. that you are letting good people go and I see this in guys and girls mm-hmm. you know like there's a lot of people who are scared of rejection they're scared of taking an L mm-hmm. like when they shoot their shot but that's just a part of life and Mm -hmm. you're gonna be single forever if you're too scared to put yourself out Out there there, exactly and I was actually talking like about that even with my husband it's like it's scary and you know god forbid you know we don't make it but even letting him back in my life and you know like being vulnerable it was terrifying Mm -hmm. I was scared like but I was like something in me was saying like let's see if his words and actions match up you know like starting this new life together and so far it's been good and I always say like even if it doesn't work out I am happy to know that we both did everything we could to try to make it work you know we have a beautiful family Mm -hmm. like there's so 
many good things like let me tell it we're together forever just getting out there I feel like it's the scariest part of starting over mm-hmm. but I feel like it can be so worth it it can so long story short besties if you're scared just try it get right. out there you never know what can happen it could go wrong and it could go great me personally I feel like I feel better knowing that I tried oh he could have been a good guy but we never know now you know like mm-hmm the next year you see he's married and happy she wouldn't give him a chance you know that could have been you you know like it's just you you just have to you have to try it you know you only live once you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take Woo! i know that's right <laughs> didn't michael jordan say that i, I was know, trying I to quote so. the right person I so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, put yourselves out there. Like, I mean, we've been talking about all the bad things in relationships and some good, but really you're not going to know until you just do it. So you yeah. just put yourself out there. So, And I also have another side note. I feel like for people that are insecure, because I know men and women can mm-hmm. be this way. I would say if, if you feel and think that you're ready and you get out there and you feel like you're constantly worried about them cheating on you, if you feel like you need to go through their phones, if you feel that when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. it is okay to take a step back and say, hey I just realized that I'm still insecure from my last relationship and step back work on yourself when you realize that you're doing these things you have to nip it in the bud and fix it yeah you can go to therapy you can really just have a self-wakening moment you have to dig into it and fix it because I feel like there's nothing more frustrating than someone that's in a relationship with someone that's insecure because it's like no matter what they do it's not good enough mm-hmm. and I feel like that's one of the hardest feelings but it's hard because I've been there but I really think that if you notice that you do these things you have to work on it mm-hmm. and communication is probably the biggest thing with that I think a lot of people will know that they have that issue from a previous relationship but they're scared that they're going to scare the new person off mm-hmm. so they won't vocalize like what bothers them why this bothers them mm-hmm. so it makes it look even worse on them because it looks like you're just tripping or you're just acting up for no reason yeah when they really don't know what's going on with you internally but all it takes is a conversation yeah any final thought my final word of advice is put yourself first do not go looking for love it will find you when you least expect it i promise you Mm -hmm. that is fact and continue to be the bad bitches that you are period Well, that about wraps it up, besties. It's been a good chat. As always, our DMs are open for any questions, suggestions. Yes. We'd be happy to talk about what you guys want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday. And as always, this is Mallory. And Dominique. With Let's Let's Talk Talk About about it. It.